now I want to ask, since you brought it up, that the the magnet is really what brings it to the next level. Um, Texas guy pulls the gun. Uh, what what is going through your mind at that moment? Like, are you really you're not really willing to die over a shopping cart, right? <laughs> like you're going to I mean, you ran, but I mean, God. Yeah, damn, well, I'm not going to. And I mentioned this to uh, people who met who you know, some of the comments will be like if recently there was some women, woman who was chasing me or whatever. And like, oh, you puss. You're not, yeah, what are you afraid of a woman? I'm like, I'm not going to, whether I'm going to win the lo- or or lose the fight, I'm not going to fight anybody over a card. Well, you're, you're and I'm certainly big... not going to just stand there and take in that, in that video in Texas from a couple months ago where the guy took out and, and racked the slide. I'm not going to sit there and just get shot. <laughs> like, that's just, that's not good tactics, no matter what your job is. Right. Um, it's... it's like, oh, you puss, you ran away from the gun. Does that what you do? You walk up to a guy with a pointing gun at you and just kind of like, oh, what's up, guy? Yeah. Like, this is not the movies. No, that's not, that's not how it works. And we're live and we're back and whatever else we used to say. I'll drink to that. So, Kev, what you did? A, you did a thing. What'd you go and go ahead and do for us? All right. Well, I didn't do it all. I gotta give Lido some credit here. The Cartnark himself is coming on. The Afro mentioned. Yes. Great use of vocabulary. He will be on. I don't even know if I said the word right. To be I honest, I think it's aforementioned. Afro. Okay. I think you said Afro mentioned. Yeah, you just <laughs> added some some ethnicity Af- behind. Or it. is it Afro mentioned? Affirm. Afor. Is it like the word affirm? No, it's A F O R E, I believe. I aforementioned. Yeah, that's I why could I... be wrong. I don't know. But the Cartnark is coming on. Aforementioned. See? Do that again. Aforementioned. Aforementioned. Right. Afro mentioned has some soul to it, though. So. It does. <sighs> it's like the Brothers and Gutters. <laughs> <laughs> that soul returned. That just do gutters. Yeah. Just do gutters. Um, Saw Reggie today actually when I was I got the car the Mustang. Uh, I got the Mustang washed in uh, Dover, um, and I was driving back and Reggie and his girlfriend were uh, eating at. Uh, they were eating at Kelly's Cream and food truck or and Kelly's husband's food truck or whatever. I just saw that for the first um, time today when I was up there. Yeah. Will I apologize? Uh, he replied. He said hi. It is saying my email is not authorized to join this meeting. I mean I don't know what that means. I don't know. Would you like to maybe just email him another one straight from Zoom or something? Perhaps that'll be uh, the fix-all. I don't think he'd be responding, though, if he was, like, trying to curb us, you know? Yeah, I don't think so. And based on that interview I watched with him yesterday, I feel like he loves this kind of shit. Is that the only interview you've seen with him? Yeah, that's a was, good thing. He said he was supposed to do one with Brie Olson, who I'm sure you're very familiar with. Is it a porn star? Yeah, uh, I actually don't know that. <laughs> um, oh, I'm gonna pull that up. I didn't know that until he said something about doing her podcast, and somebody made a comment about her being a himmer. The other guy made a comment about her being a porn star. Um, eh. I I don't know what her following is. I was trying to look it up last night, but I didn't see it, and I was I've never seen her. Oh, see her? I've seen her now. <laughs> Not really my style, but ah, okay. So she's the the Katie Morgan classic. <laughs> yeah. 
Are we allowed to show that? Probably oh, not. definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Well, uh, all right. We'll edit that out. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to edit this whole front part out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I should just let it rock. We should have. Get flagged. At least this way, though, we're like, we're ready. You know, it's not like. No, I agree. All right. Yo. Oh, there he is. There we go. What's up, brother? You guys doing? Good. good. How are hey. you, man? Very nice. Very nice. How's, how's how's everything? Sounds good? Video's good? Uh, Sounds good on my end. I probably, I don't have, uh, I'm remote here, so I don't have the uh, a normal decent mic, so I'm, I may not sound as good. Oh, you're fine. You guys sound, you guys sound fine. Okay. Perfect. Good. Good. Well, first of all, thanks for doing this. No, not at all. I am uh, happy to help out. It's awesome, and and thanks for uh, sharing the our story <laughs> that we posted. Oh yeah, you. yeah. No, anytime, anytime. All right, Kick are, it we, over are to you. we ready? Do we want to get? Yeah, let's get, get right into, into it. All right. Um, I'm Matt, by the way. It's Kevin. Yeah. Producer. Kevin, right. Producer Will. I'm be- I'm behind the the ones and twos. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um. All right. So. I mean, do you are you like comfortable like giving your name out? Is there like some sort of uh Yeah, you can do it as Sebastian, Agent Sebastian, whatever you guys uh, prefer. Doesn't matter to doesn't matter to me. All right, so you are Sebastian. That's right. Yeah. Are you also Cameron and Cordell? <laughs> yeah, we can talk <laughs> about that if you want to. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh if you wanna kinda explain that a little bit, uh mm-hmm. dive into I don't know, the deeper details on that, that'd be cool. Good thing. So why? Why uh why Cameron? Why Cordell? What's the differences? Uh, well, on one hand, it was just, I forget which one I, we did first. I think it was probably Agent Cameron, uh, because there's a guy who works in our office named Cameron. I just wanted to make fun of him, uh, basically. <laughs> that was it. So do you like, just, do you like that, mimic him when simple. you do that? When you're Agent Cameron, do you mimic him? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, pretty much his voice, exactly. Oh, and then, uh, so he gets to hear it back when we, when we play it back. Uh, <laughs> so that was just, that was just, you know, just as a fun, like, it was kind of to see, well, we always talked about like what because I was the only one who ever does this, and we always talked about well, what if other people did it, and no one else wants to actually go out and do it. So <laughs> yeah. I would just you know mimic them, make fun of them, or whatever. Uh, but then I thought, well, I'm just, as I'm going around the country, you can kind of do the same thing with just the generic you know idea of people from Texas or Louisiana or um, La, Staten Island or uh, you know other places like that. Uh, so that was just kind of a, that's kind of how this whole carton arcs thing is gone is just taking little ideas and adding on and just like seeing where they go and see what works and see what doesn't work and kind of, so it's sort of, it slowly builds through just trial and error that way. Right. So was this your idea from the beginning? Yeah, well, that's a, (laughs) it's funny. Uh, there's a guy, another guy at work, uh, named Greg who, uh, now, you know, two and a half years later, claims it's his invention. Right. Isn't that how it always uh, goes? You know, he's, and he's, he's, he's joking about that to a certain degree. Uh, but to the best of anyone's recollection, it's something we were talking about in the office one day about how it's just, why why can't people take their carts back, you know? And and a bunch of other stuff about, you know, why can't people pick up after their dogs, poop and littering and washing their hands in public. And, you know, the, the list is, it keeps you know, holding the door for people standing out of the way of people when they get out of an elevator you know the list of just like common courtesies you could you could add on a new one every day right you now as someone right. just being thoughtless or, or or selfish um and we definitely I, I definitely want to explore all those things at some point uh the last year kind of shut down a lot of that stuff because because uh, all this stuff has to be done in person 
But the great thing about Cardinarchs is number one, it's outdoors. And number two, I don't have to be within six feet of anybody. I can, I'm still wearing a mask. Uh, just and pe- some people have a problem with that. I'm not gonna, I tell them, look, I'm just gonna do it just so there's no, no one can have a, an issue with what we do. Uh, you right. know, I, that's the one thing. It, and you see it when you watch Cardinarchs videos. If I give them any excuse to talk about something else besides putting their cart back, that's all they will fixate on and talk about. Right, right. So whether it's a mask or using curse words or yelling or, you know, whatever. I try to get rid of all that stuff. Uh, but back to what you're asking about the, the the origin of that is we were talking about all these things and people leaving their shopping carts out is something that happens primarily in one location, parking lots. So that was the easiest one to find violators because it's, it's hard to find people littering, uh, you know, on the spot. You see the results of it afterwards, but you don't, it's so rare that you see it happening in front of you. Right. Like in action. Okay. Yeah. Um, so was this like a big pet peeve of yours before starting it or was it just kind of like just an annoyance, you know, like it was just it's something... weird because it's a massive, <laughs> it's like anything that you start, any job that you start, you start seeing the world through that lens, right? you know, whether you work in retail or, you know, in restaurants or, you know, anything, medicines, all that stuff. Uh, so it was, it was a minor pet peeve, but now that I do it, it's all that I, it's all that it's you all you see. think about and all, all you I think notice. about yeah right right it's like it's it sucks because it's like i can't drive down the street and see a card out and be like oh <laughs> um you know so it's yeah it, it definitely has morphed into taking over because because that's again your brain starts fixating on it and so you you just notice it more right now i know like for me that's a huge pet peeve of mine um to the point where like if i'm if i'm walking to my car from the grocery store and i see somebody especially in the handicapped spots leave their cart i'll i'll start to argue and my fiance is constantly like no come on come on she's pulling me away like knock it off uh so what you're doing is just fantastic god's work work. yeah (laughs) except the only difference that Uh, and unfortunately it doesn't take too long like like you said you just go into the store you see it in action all the time uh and it's 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 it does suck that it happens so often but yeah that's you know hopefully with every person we conf- and people leave this comment on our videos all the time it's like well they're never going to do that again because <laughs> it's you know it's in their brain especially the people that flip out on me that it, it, it's i don't know if you call it trauma you could just call it a life event because for them it's huge you know it's it, that's a giant thing uh so and then by people watching the, the videos hopefully eventually we'll we'll turn the tide back the other way you know hopefully right um and now you kind of mentioned it before that like they'll fixate on one thing. And I noticed you had said uh, like if like cursing and stuff, but you don't typically curse. Uh, you, you call them lazy bones all the time. Keep it clean. So, right. Keep yeah, clean. exactly. I wanted yeah, to know, so, I guess, is that's, that... that's one of those things. Yeah. It's like, I don't yell. I don't curse. Uh, I never threaten violence. Um, and the first thing I do when I get into any lot that I stop at is I'll start putting carts away left and right. Cause that's another thing that they'll fix that on. So they'll say, Oh, well that person did it. Why? You know, huh, huh? You know, it's the old two wrongs. I don't want to be better. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I don't have to. Everyone else jumped off a bridge, that old thing, you know. Uh, but so I, every every chance I get, I take away all of those, you know, things. Um, and we mentioned, too, we never bust people that have kid, little kids with them because we know that that's where they're going to go. And also, the if they flip out, we don't want the kid getting involved, you know, and so on and so forth, even yeah. though it's not an excuse. Uh, so, yeah, I just... I try to disarm as much as possible. And you'll see in, in the videos is they'll say, they'll start, they'll go off on one of these tangents and I'll, and I'll keep on saying, 
what about the car? Let's talk about the car. And they don't want to. They want to scream. In fact, I'll give you guys, since, since we're talking now, I'll give you guys an example of a video that I imagine I'll release this week. Just happened. I'm in uh, I'm in a hotel room, if you can't tell, from the luxurious, this luxurious couch uh, here <laughs> in Reno. Now that you say it, Nevada. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I just got back from a, a Walmart where I was cleaning, cleaning up, cleaning up carts. And this guy and his wife, or right down the way from one, a cart return, but they decided, oh, it's going in the spot next to me. Go up, approach him, he's laughing. They, they see the, what I'm doing, they see the vest and everything. And they're laughing. <laughs> it's all fun and games until I slap that magnet on. Okay? Uh, yeah, you know, magnet. You know, <laughs> and then, oh, then it's, it's on right at that point. How dare you? Because it, it takes that weird, that's another thing that we didn't start with originally, but we kind of do now because it was just, let's try it out. I need something to get, get their attention. That's an instant. That's really the instigator, the magnet. That's kind of what I was. That's kind of what I was going to ask you. <laughs> yeah, because it, it doesn't do anything. It's just you can take it off. Right. I put it on, but it it breaks that that veil of their ego. You Definitely. know, it's, right. and, and and to to what just happened here today in Reno, it kind of makes them think about oh, because this guy he gets out, takes the magnet off. He's like, that better not scratch my paint. He's like looking through the you know, please. Um, and I, I, and I mentioned to him, well, you know, that cart you left off will do that and worse to a car if it rolls, especially it's really windy out here in the mountains. Um, and he had no response to that, except he said, I'm a cop. I'll arrest you. Oh, geez. <laughs> so I, and yeah, we'll release this video this week. Or, uh, I said, well, on what charges? He's like, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you never first had degree. Like, no, if you're a cop, yeah, I'm sure you got some charges. You could, you could probably, you could. I mean, if you saw me, and he, he was not in uniform uh, at the time, obviously. Um, and he's gonna call me an a hole, call me an a hole, and we'll, we'll, we'll send the, we'll put the rest of the video out there. But yeah, it's just, it's, they, they find, you know, they say, they say, oh, it's damaging or whatever. Then they'll focus on the magnet, and they never talk about the card because they know they're wrong ultimately. Right. So are you going to put that on your resume? First degree asshole? Or are you going to leave <laughs> <Right>. that off? <laughs> well, I've been called literally, I think, almost everything. Um, yeah, you're, I think that's probably, the, that's probably the most common one is you're an a-hole. Uh, and but I, and then I, as I told the cop, I was like, well, I asked you nicely and you laughed in my face. So what do you want me to do? You know, yeah. right. I, I didn't I didn't get you with honey. And then you're pissed off about the vinegar. Which one do you want? You know, so that's <laughs> uh, it's. I know, but a lot of people say that I'm, I'm a, I should be a lawyer or whatever because I can disarm these things, and that's that's sort of true. But that also comes from practice. Like I've heard all these excuses a hundred times, so I know, you know, it's like a little kid trying to punch you. With, you know, you can just kind of swat them away. Right. Right. Um, now I want to ask, since you brought it up, that the the magnet is really what brings it to the next level. Um, Texas guy pulls the gun. Uh, what what is going through your mind at that moment? Like, are you really? You're not really willing to die over a shopping cart right <laughs> like you're gonna i mean you ran but i mean god yeah damn, well, i'm not man. gonna and i mentioned this to uh, people who met who you know some of the comments will be like if recently there was some women woman who was chasing me or whatever and like oh you puss you're not yeah, what are you afraid of a woman i'm like i'm not gonna whether i'm going to win the loot or or lose the fight i'm not gonna fight anybody over a cart well you're, you're and i'm certainly big... not going to just stand there and take in that in that video in texas from a couple months ago where the guy took out and, and racked the slide i'm not gonna sit there and just get shot <laughs> like that's just that's not good tactics no matter what your job is right um but it's, it's like oh you puss you ran away from the gun does that what you do you walk up to a guy with a <laughs> gun at you and just kind of like oh what's up guy yeah like this is not the movies no that's not that's not how it works 
Um, that's funny you mentioned it. Yeah, it was in March in Texas where the dude racked the gun, didn't point it at me, which is, as you can see later in that video, why the cops would not pursue charges of any kind. Right. Uh, which seems this ridiculous, right? Is that, actually, was that it? That's got to seem ridiculous, right? I mean, a, a guy, I'm. I'm quite the gun guy, but a man that's willing to pull a gun over a magnet should not own a fucking firearm. That's what a lot of people, even a lot of folks from Texas said. It's like, look, you're giving all of us a bad gun rep. owners a bad name. Yeah. You know, uh, that's that's and I, I mentioned that to the cop because I talked. I only showed like the, him explaining the last part of it. But we talked for 10 minutes while he was calling his dispatch to see what charges he could or couldn't file. And I, was, and I said, look, I don't have to explain to you guys that that's not responsible gun ownership to rack us you know to load a, around the gun well and he was like well i didn't point it at she was like he pointed out his windshield which is at a lane of traffic it's not you know um you know as any second you know second amendment guy or concealed carry person will tell you that's that's your last f that's your last line of defense that is somebody is going to get really hurt or die unless i unless i shoot them uh not hey i, I asked you to take your car back well, maybe he figured he'd be all right because you do have a, a bulletproof vest on, right? Okay, so this is a new vest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is that the bulletproof? That. Actually, I, I've only had this for that. like two weeks, and yes, it is bullet, bulletproof. Um, sent, Kevlar, sent he got that after Texas. Put, <laughs> yeah, I didn't put you can put like plates in these things too to up the rating for you know uh, big higher caliber rounds. Uh, this is just the Kevlar version. But after that uh, that video, we were talking about it. And I mentioned, well, the, the other vest I have is just a tactical vest. It's for like paintball or fishing or whatever. It just has pockets and stuff. Uh, not bulletproof. And a cop from Baton Rouge uh, heard this and sent this to me. At a, he said, I have an extra one. I'll send it to you. So that was very oh, nice. No and I sent him a bunch of Carton Arts t-shirts and magnets and stuff. That's uh, really cool. Very yeah, cool. so this is, and obviously my face is bulletproof, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's something. And it's, you know, it's, it's like six pounds. So it's it's about the same as the other vest I had. So it's, you know, it's at least peace, uh, somewhat peace of mind, I guess. Isn't it a little ridiculous you have to be concerned with that, though, over a, a <laughs> shopping cart, a four-wheeled little wagon? I mean, Jesus. No, that's a good, great point. And that's that's funny that, that that's part of the, the conversation I was having with the cop who didn't want to write the ticket or press char let me press charges on the guy who pulled the gun, was he said, well, how did he know that you weren't going to rob him or do something worse than just talk about a shopping cart? It's like, well, I have it on video that we talked about the cart. He, like the cop today, kind of laughed me off, said, ah, you, well, you take it back for me. And then when I didn't, uh, that's when the gun came out. And he's like, well, in court, he was, I was like, you're not, this is not court. You, <laughs> like, I'll take care of that part. My lawyer, you know, you're, the district attorney will take care of that part. Uh, he, I think he just didn't want to do the paperwork ultimately. But yeah, to, to your question, it's, uh, it's just, it's insane. But that's, I think that's the, sort of the weird thing that Cartonarchs is, and I never knew this was going to happen, is it? it's a real insight into human uh ego and what we consider ours and like our our what we consider good and bad in the world it's it's a weird little slice of life like that right now um i may be wrong here so are you you can't be willing to go back to texas at this point right because that guy oh, yeah of course wasn't the other guy too i'm a killer that guy he was also <laughs> in I've texas been threatened, right? i've been threatened with a gun three times only been displayed <laughs> once two of those times were in texas uh, and the, the guy you talked about, he was from 2020, around about a year prior to when this one happened. He said, because I said, hey, I'm a carton arc. And he said, I'm a killer. <laughs> I'll put six in your forehead. But he really was, uh, wasn't he? Well, he was an attempted murderer, uh, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, because after I posted that video, a bunch of folks said, oh, this guy was on the news last year or the year before. 
for shooting a guy on a Dallas train. Uh, like they call it DART. There's their metro is there, which who knew Dallas had, uh, you know, a subway system, but they do. Uh, and he was arrested, but let go because he claimed self-defense. And I guess the witnesses claimed self-defense. They said that he was harassing women. Um, the guy that he shot, as far as I know, lived. He seemed responsive on the scene because there's a YouTube video uh, after the shooting. The news report said he was still in the hospital. We don't know uh, if he how how well he's how well he is today. But um, they said he let they didn't have any video evidence of what he was doing, and he claimed self defense, and so they let him go. That's highly questionable now that we saw the video with me because he, if he's going <laughs> to you know pop off over a cart like you said. Yeah. I don't I don't know what his term he might his term of self-defense may be very, very flimsy. I mean, I would assume so. Six in your forehead, I believe, were the words he used. He said, I'm a killer. <laughs> like after I said I'm a cartnark. Like people who again, good responsible gun owners don't brag about shooting random people right. over nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, especially again, a shopping cart. Like there are there are bigger issues in the world. Uh, yeah, and again, it was the same thing with him. He just put his cart in the spot next to his, flipped the magnet on. And he, I, get the, you, that, you're a piece of ish or whatever. And threw it at me or whatever. Um, I, I think though, I, as I do this more, I, I kind of, I, I think I have a better sense of who's uh, bluffing. So if I, if I met that guy again, or if I met that specific guy again, who knows? <laughs> but I kind of am able to kind of watch people a little. I think a little more these days. But you never know. You never know. Yeah. Well, it's it's nuts that you have to worry about being safe with this. But um, so I guess uh. Another question I had was, is there, demographically speaking, is there a particular group that gives you the best reactions for your videos? Yeah, it's funny. I, uh, there's, there are people who, or areas of the country that are much better about it. Um, the smaller towns, the more rural areas uh, are way better. And I think it's just, it's just because they know each other. Salt of the earth people, you know. You're not as anonymous as you are in a bigger city. Um, just here today, like up in the Lake Tahoe area, lots small, it's small up there. It's you know, not almost nobody's leaving their carts out. Uh, then in Fort Collins, not Fort Collins, um, Culver, uh, Carson City, wasn't that bad. It's it's like it's all farmland and cows and sheep and stuff. Get into Reno. It's if you've never been, it's all meth heads and tweakers out here, especially in the downtown area. So they they're they're nuts. It was everything everywhere. Um, so yeah, first part of your your answer is yeah, in the cities worse. As far as a type of person, it's funny you mentioned that because they one of the comments we'll get is, how come you never do this? Uh, you know, big tough guys are out there. Well, there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one, guys our age and size, number one, aren't doing a ton of grocery shopping where we need big carts. Number two, we're, you know, we're a pretty able-bodied, not, not that that matters really. Number three, it's just, we're not lazy. <laughs> <It's, you know. laughs> right. And number four, like the, the, the NFL linebacker, the 25 year old, six foot four, 250 pound dude, like I said, isn't doing a ton of grocery shopping and they're just not that common of a person in general. Um, you know, the, the fatter middle-aged person is the, the, the more likely demographic to do it uh, in our experience. Not that we haven't had, uh, bigger dudes there was a video from vegas from last week where a dude was pretty big pretty able-bodied uh he threatened to beat the hell out of me um and then he's like skidded off down through the parking lot but yeah it's a it, male female doesn't really matter but yeah kind of 30s and 40s and 50s fatter 
is, is more likely. Okay, so the higher the BMI, the better the video is going to be, pretty much. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. People, we're getting fatter and fatter every day out here. So it's, yeah, it's getting worse and worse. Can I ask you a question about the magnet, right? So mm-hmm. to get back to that, has anyone ever been so like fed up with you that they just want to, you know, flee the scene so bad that they drive off with the magnet? Or is it always like a confrontation about the magnet? Like, I want to get this off my vehicle right now. It's, it's weird. No, it's, it's probably 50-50 that people just leave and do whatever, uh, especially after like the second or third time it goes on. And they're like, they realize, I don't know what people think. I think they're just used to in life. If they yell at somebody and tell them to screw off that they do. And I've take my first rodeo, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think, yeah, that, that's, but that a lot of people today, today, even before that cop was got in my face and threatened to arrest me over whatever, over being an a-hole. Um, I was a lady who I just, who did the same thing. And I think they either don't want to deal with me are confused about the concept uh, or are they just are that lazy. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. I think if we ever take this to the next level, is to do like follow-up interviews with all these people because we can find out, you know, if I had a private investigator or whatever, we could find out where they live, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, send them a letter say, Hey, would, would you like to talk? And I think it'd be interesting to kind of get that perspective to see what were you thinking? Yeah, um, what was, was the conversation, especially when there's two people, you would love to hear what the conversation in the car was, you know, that would be really, that would make a really cool like segment to show the original video and then go back and have an interview you could you could even bring chris hansen <laughs> yeah you know have yeah. a seat for me right over here i'll go ahead and have a seat right over here <laughs> well yeah i was thought about that and if we ever do as this progresses like you said we or like i said we, we as we add little things that'll be kind of on the next next level the only question is to like get them to talk about it <laughs> they would have to we have to pretend to be a sec like a a dateline or whatever who's like well, yeah, we're investigating this cartnarks guy and we understand he confirms you so we might have to kind of like kind of you know, make yeah. a whole second company to <laughs> investigate us. We'll see. I know. Maybe next next year we'll find that's out. A, that's a really good idea, though. I, I like that a yeah. lot. So, do you have a whole? Do you have a whole team, or is it basically just a one man operation? Yes, yeah, but it's mostly just me, and I've kind of made that. And I've because I, I used to go out with uh, one of our interns at work, and that's fine. And it's cool. it's good to kind of get a second because it was the most helpful thing about it is it's great to have a spotter. Cause he'd have a walkie and so like because if i'm looking at one i can't see obviously it's behind me so it's cool to have hey you know guy in the gray shirt coming up on the blah blah blah, blah to this nissan Sentra. right uh so that was the most helpful part about it was a spotter um and the secondary camera angle wasn't really super helpful because the, the, the body cam this is just a little little gopro um really the new gopro this is a gopro 9 they have great great capture great no free audio ads. on them no free ads um so yeah but right now it's just me but because it's easier for just me if i'm driving around and i got half an hour to kill i can just throw the vest on pop out into a parking lot and see what happens but you do all that you do all the video stuff too like on the on the other end of it yeah and then which is kind of it's really at this level it's super easy if we ever did a longer form show obviously you'd want to get an editor for that right but because i've kind of t- trained myself to make it all one continuous shot right and so I'm kind of vamping and filling and asking questions even during the dead time. So it's almost, there's almost no editing really. It's just right. start and go. And then, you know, and I kind of, and I've learned to kind of fill where I don't have to make cuts. And I think that helps too with the believability of it because there's no one or almost no one who thinks our videos are fake uh, or staged like a lot of, you know, YouTube pranks are because first off, we've done hundreds of them all over the country. You'd think somebody would admit, Hey, that was me. 
Uh, but secondly, it's all together. It's all one thing. You know, there's not like, hey, you know, any, any blank spaces where you're like, hey, what, what, what do they do there? You know, so that makes it, it makes the editing a lot easier. Right. Um, have you ever considered doing like a like collab videos with other YouTube guys? Uh, I know a lot of them tend to do that. I don't know if that was ever an option or anything. You yeah, thought. that's probably now that we're everybody's getting vaccinated here. That's probably the next step. Um, you know, there's comedians, there's <laughs> YouTubers, Instagram people uh, who if you have, you know, you have to be kind of a little careful because I don't want people who are not going to do it right. It'd be fun if they screw up and, you know, and be silly. Like them screwing up is fine. They don't have to imitate me, but of course. They put their own spin on it. It's fine. Um, but I don't want them to make mess up the <laughs> the quote unquote brand or whatever. But yeah, that's that's the thing I've uh, talked to folks about. And uh, certainly it'd be cool to have guest stars you know, people who are people who other folks would recognize out there. Uh, so that's definitely on the table. Yeah. Right. Cause I was thinking last night, uh, my fiance and I were talking about, uh, I thought it'd be funny if, you know, you show up and you start confronting them and then all of a sudden like a Steve-O just pops up. He's like, <laughs> yeah, dude, put your fucking car back. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be, uh, that, that's something I've thought of more and more because that's, that's the great thing. Of, and there's some videos that have this where I'm talking to somebody and they're giving me the whole excuse. They're just going through their list of excuses. And then because I'm where I'm very recognizable, not because of my face, because of the uniform. Like they're like, oh, that's there's no one else who does this. Yeah, there he is. And so someone will drive up and like, hey, lazy, and they'll just start yelling, you know, yelling at him. <laughs> or just or like, hey, Cardinals, how's it going? And it totally deflates the person. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, son of a god, I guess this is a thing. Uh, but yeah, that'd be perfect for him, you know, whoever to jump out. Um, actually, there's one I just released the other day. And a lot of people had this, a lot of people had this comment that I think is a great idea where it'd be so good to have, you know, some, especially someone who, like you said, who leaves it in the handicap area to have a plant who, you know, somebody who drives into the spot and they can't get their wheelchair out. And, you know, it's obviously a setup, uh, but, but we know it's a setup, you know, right. it's, it's to shame them more, like you said. Um, or if I had someone who, like uh, someone who legitimately used a chair was like go trying to go down the walkway and you know oh my god i can't you know yeah. um, you know it wouldn't be it wouldn't be we wouldn't be fake we'd be faking it to the person we were talking to but the audience would be in on the joke right if you had a this is coming from our producer will by the way you can't see him uh if you had ah, a yes. uh cart narc uh collaboration who would be the dream person to get somebody with uh I'm trying to think of some you know like a well somebody who's good at this sort of style of thing but you know like you said jackass is up there uh sasha baron cohen oh uh, that would be good. eric andre like all those guys who do uh what i call practical comedy you know dealing with the public uh the impractical jokers like all those guys man on who, the street who, stuff who deal this in this world did you did you happen to see that uh any any of you um that new eric andre like prank movie the was, movie yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's uh, a bad trip right on yes Netflix. yes 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 so i think him yeah, and he is and you can tell he worked with the director of that i believe with was jeff tremaine who was the yep. jackass director right. for yep. all the shows and the movies um and yeah it was it was the same style and that's i think any kind of carton arc series would be because what they do in that is they take pranks and build the story around fashion the story around them and vice versa right like there's still uh, a plot kind of, like 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 bad grandpa did yep. and like right. like borat does um and so i think that's kind of what we would be doing it's funny when you read they, they do interviews now about about uh, borat 2 where they had written out and i didn't realize they did this but they wrote out 
all these alternate scripts for any kind of possibility of what could happen. And I kind of figured Sasha Baron Cohen would be just good enough. He's been doing this for 20 years almost to like just roll with it, which obviously he is, but I guess they really want to cover all their bases. Wow. Now I think uh, Eric Andre and Sasha Baron Cohen would be good choices. The only issue I see with that is, you know, at some point there's going to be a, a, an exposed penis. Um, <laughs> that kind of Eric Andre. I mean, I thought Sasha Baron Cohen was the king of getting naked. But Eric Andre is up that. Yeah. Right. And I don't even know how. In full respect, the guy hangs dong. He's got pretty decent meat, so that's good for him, I guess. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't know how his because he he shoots his show uh, the studio stuff in in North Hollywood in L.A. and I don't know how those people stay on set staff because you know every day you're going to see the naked Eric Andre. Right. <laughs> yeah. Those camera guys stay there, but I guess they do. So. So are you traveling full time just to film, basically? uh no no not full-time um it's like two two weekends a two three weekends a month um okay it's fun number one it's fun number two uh it it really like i said it squashes one not a not a beef that i have in on in on the streets in the parking lot <laughs> but it squashes the beef that people have on the comment section they're like oh he only goes to the nice parts of la well no i've been to compton and inglewood and south side of chicago and detroit and miami and uh san bernardino and you know it's just fill in blanks uh reno is uh, i never i didn't know it's my first time in reno this is a beautiful country side the mountains lake tahoe fantastic but holy christ <laughs> this is a dumpy dumpy crappy town which you kind of got a sense of with reno 911 even yeah. though they shot a lot of that in la but it's just it's just tweaker city out here so uh but yeah but say squashes all those comments about like and plus, it kind of gives people a cool little insight, like, "Oh, that's my, you know, grocery store. That's cool to see." Right. Right. Yeah, I know. I've I've got a buddy that lives out in. Uh, he just moved. He's in the L.A. area somewhere, but he always tells, like, he'll text me, and be like, oh, "I saw him again." Like, so <laughs> so you're around there a lot. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Because I live and work in Burbank, which is on the north side of L.A. And so, yeah, that's obviously that's where I am the most. So there's a couple couple of those out there. But uh, yeah, I, I do try to get out just for change of pace. And yeah, it's fun to kind of see the, see the country. And hopefully in a few months, uh, we get a lot of invitations to come to Canada and Australia and the UK. So hopefully wow. once those restrictions lift up, we'll, uh, we'll get out there as well. Now, how, with traveling, or do you have like a family? Is that difficult at all or is it? <laughs> no, I am uh, single, no kids. So that's an easy part of that. Um, so yeah, sorry. Uh, ladies, or no, wait, not, no, not sorry, ladies. Uh, uh, no, but yeah, no, it, it keeps it so I don't have to worry about like, oh. Now introducing Bachelor Number One. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, no, that's, that's a nice, that's another thing, reason why I can do this so much without having to worry about stuff. But it, mostly just weekends, uh, which is easy, you know, a flight, the typical schedules will come in on a Friday, uh, you know, maybe Friday night, but then all day Saturday, and then before the flight on Sunday, hopefully, if it's an afternoon flight. And you don't stay long, right? I, I know I was watching uh, an interview you did with, I forget what the guy's name was, some other podcast. Um, but you said you're typically 20, 30 minutes in and out, and then that's it? For a lot, yeah, because a um, couple reasons for that. The first one is I don't want to be a burden on the employees because after I do it to a few people, I know they're calling the store. Right. Um, and I got people, that employees that recognize me because obviously it's easy to recognize with the vest. They are super cool. They want to get a sticker or a selfie or whatever. Like and you see it in some of the videos I post. Like, hey, Carter, what is up? Um, but I know that the manager doesn't want to have to deal with call after call after call from these jerks. 
so I don't, I don't lean, I don't want to lean on them too hard. Uh, plus, it also it just adds variety. Like I said, like the traveling does, it kind of adds variety. So I'm not always at the same place all the time. It kind of gives, uh, is more of a, a, you know, a spice of a spice of life to the videos. Right. Excuse me. So, do you have like a like a favorite store to patrol? Is there? You know, uh, like- well, the better, the more active stores are the bigger ones, just as you might imagine, and that's going to be Walmart, of course. Um, well, I, I would say, yeah. if I had to guess, that probably ventures back to more of the larger people, so you get better <laughs> reactions, right? That 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 helps too. Yeah, you're not going to go uh, to Whole Foods. I, I mean. Right. Yeah. That's why I try. That's another thing about going to different cities is I get to go to all the regional chains. Uh, and so, yeah, it kind of adds just a variety. You can see like Food you said, see what, what. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I only go to I don't, go, I don't I don't go to Walmart that often, only when it's like the only store around, basically. And which is like a lot of like a lot of rural places. Right. Um, so, yeah, I like to like yeah, just for variety, I like to go to all the, the little local stores, uh, which are mostly if it's a sort of a weird grocery store secret they're mostly all kroger and for folks who don't know kroger is uh, mostly in the southeast and midwest but they bought up all these other regional chains so if you go to a bonds that's really kroger if you go to a king supers that's really kroger if you go to a smith's that's really kroger um so that's that's just like a little weird uh, but they keep they keep those regional names because that's what people have, you know grew up with and know in their area right so traveling that's i mean obviously has its benefits but uh fast food is there, I mean, you get to try all the different chains, which is something that is also true. It's cool. I don't know. Uh, and, and so that's one thing being from LA is people in LA are very like protective and sacred about in and out. And it, it's yeah. quite frankly, it's not, it's not that great. It's not that, but if you go to any in and out on a Sunday in LA, there will be a half hour line. It will go out onto the street around the block. They, they, they just love it. Um, but, uh, Whataburger in Texas is really nice. Um, you have five guys shake. Out, out West. That, Do you have a five guys out West? Yeah. Five guys is five guys is, at this point is it's not everywhere, but it's, it's mostly national. They're, they're very solid. Uh, shake shack. I, I think the, it is not shake shack isn't everywhere. It's in bigger cities. Uh, but I think it's the best, best straight up hamburger. Just it's so juicy and yummy. I'm just delicious um they have crystal and white castle too that's kind of a different category uh and then the chicken restaurants from zaxby's to you know uh raising canes and stuff so it's cool it's cool to kind of see that um as you go around too it's it's a nice little nice little uh again touch on the, the variety do you have an opinion on the uh chick-fil-a popeye's dilemma yeah no <laughs> i've done all those i've tasted everything uh, is popeye so popeye's obviously it's whatever it was a year and a half two years ago uh, I would say it's yes, better than Chick-fil-A in a way. It's a little bit different stylistically. Um, Popeye's kind of created their own style. They're, they're crunchier and they're thicker. Crunchier, yeah. They add, they add that sauce, which Chick-fil-A doesn't have. So again, that's, that's, a, that's a difference in style. Well, did you um, get the Chick-fil-A sauce? You gotta, you gotta ask for the Chick-fil-A sauce. Well, yeah, you could. Yeah. You certainly can add Chick-fil-A sauce, uh, which, which is a different, which is sort of a, like a tangy honey mustard, spicy honey mustard, right? Barbecue and, um, and mustard, yeah. Right. And there's all the people who came after Popeye's. The Jack in the Box came out with theirs. McDonald's came out with theirs. Wendy's, Burger King. Uh, KFC's, I think, is probably comparable to Popeye's. Because um, it's, it's anything that's hand-breaded is going to be in that, in that next level. Uh, the, the Jack in the Boxes and the other other you know, the Wendy's are not hand breaded. They're not, not flash fried fresh. That's a different story. Uh, 
Burger King actually came out with one recently that I think is pretty solid, but not quite to that level. I was unaware of that. We might have to. We got to make a comparison. Video. Yeah, there's a lot out there I didn't know about. Figure this out. Set yeah. up for once in a while. Jack in the Box came out with a big clock. And again, that Jack in the Box isn't fully national. It's chains. So you might have to find that, you know, regionally. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's got to be eight or ten again. But again, I think the top three you're going to talk about are, are Chick-fil-A, Popeyes, and then K. I think KFC, you don't want to worry. Don't forget about that when you're doing this. Interesting. Right. The, out, the outlier right. there. Yeah, we, have, we actually have those here, yeah. It's amazing. Um, so another question oh, I have Bojangles, don't forget Bojangles. Bojangles, good Bojangles is good. <laughs> they, I don't think they're fully national either. Do you know where where is Bojangles? They're like the south. I know they're in like the southeast. Like once you if you go down ninety five, once you get to maybe even like Delaware and South, they have them all along the east coast. Okay, yeah, I yeah, know it's, that. It's, it's yeah, I don't know if Whataburger has a uh, chicken. Anyway, it's you guys for you guys to find out. Figure yeah. out. <laughs> um. So I wanted to ask you about uh, legal action. I know there's always people, I'll fucking sue you, I'll sue you, this and that, whatever. Yeah, every other video, yeah. Right, so does that ever come to fruition? I mean, I'm sure there's nothing to sue over, but I'm sure there's... Oh, yeah, they, they, you can sue anybody for anything. Uh, that's that's sort of the, the, the mantra. So, yeah, you can see it, every video. One, if you put this on the internet, I'll see you. I put it on the internet, and I love the comments who check in, like, is it a year later, what happened? nothing um there, there was one time that it was in la it was a year and a half ago now where it was the video of the woman who like flipped out and backed over her own cart and she was like talking to me like a dog like stay away no no <laughs> uh down boy so she she went to the la county attorney who called us in for an office visit uh, to kind of talk about it and see if he was going to press charge. Like, he's like, what the hell's going on? Uh, so she didn't, it was not a civil suit at all. She was just like, went to the, did the county attorney and he was like, oh, I'll take a look. Uh, and it was weird because he, for whatever reason, had us both in the waiting room. And I, I would think like, why don't why not just talk to her one day and us the other or morning, you know? And she was like shaking. And, and I was there with my attorneys uh who's like a local hotshot guy uh big name here in la or in la he does a bunch of tv work and stuff so he was like he's professional with all this stuff um and so she like went up to the front to the 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 waiting person the receptionist was like i need to go outside i don't feel safe in here (laughs) you're in a police building (laughs) and i'm like uh and so she went in she was saying this because you were in there yeah oh my goodness and so, uh, so my attorney saw all this and he's like, oh, so he went out to talk into the hallway to talk to her. And he, and so she went in to do the thing. And when she was in talking to the DA, uh, he's like, look, this, she's not all there. Um, and for, he, I think the term he like, she's obviously very fragile. Um, because my thought on this was, okay, yes, sue me. We'll take this to Judge Judy. It'll be hilarious. You know, <laughs> more exposure uh, for you. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sue me. And then, you know, but after seeing her in person the second time, the first time it was kind of like, oh, she's kind of weird and she's screaming at me, but that happens a lot. Uh, and that's, that's, so I was like, it's just the DA was like, okay, you need to, can you write her an apology note? Yes. You know, et cetera, et cetera. We were very, you know, uh, and the DA basically said, I don't want to see you in my office again. And, and he said, you know what? And he's, he, of course, 
And he kind of gave me the whole like, you know, you can get hurt doing this. And I was like, yeah, okay. It's part of, you know, so, okay. Um, but so he, he also made sure to tell me like, you know, I have the right to file charges anytime for the next 12 months. So I don't want to see your, you know, like, uh, you know, et cetera. Uh, so, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal, but that's the only time I've really had to deal with any kind of legal action. Because I think, I, I know, I just know that people have gone to lawyers with the videos and said, hey, what can I do? And the lawyer has said nothing. nothing. <laughs> you know, you have to show damages. Uh, and emotional distress is that's that's uh, people throw that out all the time. But judges have heard that for decades. You know, they're not like there's nothing. Damages are medical bills. That That's it. Basically, property damage, you know, that those things. Um, and in most of these cases, they threatened to hit me, run me over. Et so it's like I'm sure these lawyers say you're lucky that the cops aren't, you know, at least writing, you know, assaults or in battery or public, you know, menacing, whatever that you know, happens to be in their jurisdiction. So yeah, I don't, I don't see there being legal action, but I, I do have insurance just in case. <laughs> so you've kind of answered it, I guess, in a way, but how exactly then are you able to film people? Cause I've seen like a plethora of internet videos where, you know, the faces are blurred out because, you know, you can't show people's faces, but you know, I don't uh, recognize that in your content at all. So how, yeah, how is it that you get around it? Yeah. And I, I don't, well, I do blur like kids if, if they are part of the interaction which very rarely they are. There was very rarely, because like I said, we don't even make an approach if we see there's a little kid with the person. But the, like, for instance, there was a video in Vegas where the people pulled away with the magnet on and they, and it was so, it was surreal. There was a little boy scout sitting there just like by himself with no parents. And I was talking to the boy scout. And so I blurred his face because YouTube has rules against, against kids without right. parents permission. Um, and plus, I mean, the kid, who cares? The kid wouldn't care, I'm sure, but not that it matters there he can't make that decision as a minor um but because all my videos are in public uh the the key term that any you hear from any lawyer is expectation of privacy is they just walked around a store with a dozen cameras uh they're talking to me outdoors in a public parking lot uh so what's what's one more camera um you do have an expectation of privacy in your house uh, in, you know, in a bathroom of a public place, you expect that to be no one to be seeing what you're doing in there, you know, uh, in your car with the windows rolled up by yourself, you know, that you can't throw a camera in there. Uh, so that's kind of the rule of thumb. And because I, I, I know for a fact, because when you throw up videos on YouTube and someone claims a privacy violation, YouTube sends you an email saying, hey, and well, they don't tell you who, but they say so and so submitted your video as a privacy violation. Uh, you can either take the video down or we will review in 24 to 48 hours. And so every time I get one of those video, those emails, I'm like, eh, nor because nothing ever happens because they're in public. That's no. interesting. So your, 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 like your method, like the whole Cartnarks thing actually works out perfectly because you're in a public place and you don't actually. Yeah. And to... you think about it, think about it from the other, like all the fight, any video you see on world star hip hop is almost always in a public place or crap. A lot of those are indoors, quite frankly. But because they are, you know, any viral video of, of uh, somebody freaking out in this store, which we've had numerous of those for the past year plus, right, their faces those would be distorted. illegal, quote unquote, because it shows everybody's face and, and voice. Uh, but it's all done in, you know, in, in the local Popeyes where someone doesn't want to wear a mask and then you get into a fight over whatever. So that's that's, that's kind of the, the rule of thumb behind all those videos. That's interesting. Getting, getting back to the kids, um, if I remember correctly, you did a video with uh there was a, a lady you confronted 
and her son, I believe, tried to attack you, and he was special needs. Yeah, that um, was uh, yeah, because uh, obviously I wouldn't. He was twenty, thirty, or whatever years old, yeah, so I, I know him, knowing just by looking. Yeah, but she, like, I kind of he was because he had sat down in the passenger seat. I had there was no magnet, there was no nothing. I was just asking her to pull, put the cart back, which, by the way, in the video is has been caught by the wind and is blowing straight down the part of the driveway. <laughs> At that point, I'm like, hey, come on. And she's like, F you. And then she gets on the phone. I haven't even approached her. And, and you know, I'm tw 10, 20 feet away. You know, I'm not, there's no way I'm threatening her. I'm just saying, hey, can you put the cart back? She's, she goes straight to screaming. And the kid, the guy, the, 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 the child, the, the son who was an adult, eventually gets out and starts screaming at me, hey, you get away. And I, and I was like, oh, what's going on here? Because he was a little, you know, his, his mannerisms were definitely different. And then as he, he charged me at least once or twice, uh, and then she yelled, he, my son has autism, which, why are you making a scene and screaming at me if, right. if you're, and people who have family members or care for people with autism, obviously pointed this out in all the comments, like what a terrible example. You're the reason he's attacking me. Um, but once she said that, I, I didn't know that obviously I wouldn't have known that ahead of time. Uh, I, I, I disengaged because it kind of goes back to, to the same principles. I don't want to involve innocent bystanders who had nothing to do with this, uh, who unless they involve themselves by trying to yell at me or do whatever. But this guy who, you know, he didn't. And that's that's the kind of thing that I, I kind of take that as the principle for younger kids is the younger kids not going to be able to attack me or get hurt by me in the same way that this adult guy with autism would be. But it's the same principle. If they're uninvolved or an innocent bystander, I don't want I don't want to get them involved in any way. Right. So did that situation kind of have you, I don't want to say second guessing anything, but like were you thinking twice afterwards about certain, you know, people in Yeah, no, there was a there it's it, I'm more aware of it now. Um there was uh in Inglewood here, uh not here in LA, uh I saw a similar situation the, with an adult and, a, and a, an adult with a disability. Um, so I, I'm, and, and I, it was before they even were going to put their cart back or not. So I was like, uh, who cares? You know, uh, I'm not going to even deal with that because I, again, I don't want to cause a problem for the, the person with disability. So that's, I'm a little more aware of it, but again, in this case, I really, he was already in the front seat. So I really didn't have any way to know until she, until she kind of confirmed it for me. So, but yeah, it's, it's a, every, every time I, every interaction kind of creates a new awareness of a new little wrinkle in it that can happen. All right. Now let me, let me get your opinion on this. Um, my fiance, she has an uncle who, uh, his, his health isn't, it, it's not great. It's not terrible. You know, he, he lives his life, does whatever. Uh, but as a result of that, he's had somewhere between four and like six toes removed. Uh, he, we took him shopping once. He gets back in my car. He's wasted, mind you. Won't huh. put his cart back. That drove me nuts. So now him and I are arguing. Am I in the wrong for expecting the, his, that was his excuse. Well, I, I'm missing what, however many, you just walked around the yeah. damn grocery store. I don't want to hear it. Uh, am I in the wrong here? Uh, should I be no. more sensitive or, you know, fuck him. <laughs> No, I, and well, it doesn't help these ways. <laughs> That's just a, a fun little tidbit. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it, it, it it's unfortunate that a lot of people use cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> when they use some kind that we we use not we but too many times people use whatever their 
ailment is as an excuse to be a jerk to everybody else. Uh, there's a classic example of this from one of my videos where they, this couple parks in a handicapped spot right across, like on the other side of where they were, it was the cart return. Uh, and when I asked them about this, the lady says, I have, first off, she's flipping me off and screaming at me and whatever the whole time. I have cancer. Meanwhile, mind you, she had cancer when she was walking around the, the, the shopping center, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> right. uh, my, my, people in my family have had cancer. Uh, you know, they, they didn't leave their cards out. But the icing on the cake, just to show what a worthless sort of statement that was, is as she's sitting in the car, her husband is smoking a cigarette in the oh, car with her, God. with the windows rolled up. And I'm like, if you really care that much about your health, I don't believe you would be. I, I, I don't believe you. And so... Uh, you hear that in a lot of our videos. I am disabled. I've got a disability. My back hurts or whatever. And like, I just don't, if if I didn't just see you walk all through the store and it, blah, et cetera, et cetera, I wouldn't believe it. Uh, I, you know, I, and the great part about all these statements is they're often, the great part, but the great irony is they're often leaving their cart that, in a place that would block access for a person who was also in the handicapped spot. And I point this out to them. And they don't have an answer because there is no answer for that. Uh, so only if I see someone who's like super old or super infirm as a cane or a walker or something like that, where it's quite obvious that they're struggling, I'll usually take it back for them. But they, I think we overprescribe uh, handicap placards in this country, um, just kind of the slightest little over the slightest little thing. Because again, we we just watched you go all across the store, do all this stuff. But the second you don't need this cart anymore, that's when the pain kicks in. So that's, I'd say, and, and people that I get a comment all the time is, well, we don't know what they're going through in their life. It's like, well, yeah, that's true. But if if not one time has anybody said to me, yeah, man, um, my mom died and my dog died and uh, I, just had, I just had ACL surgery. Like if they said that all to me, I believe them. But because for 99.9% of the people, that's just not true. They're just lazy. Right. Now, what about the motorized carts? If if somebody leaves so, one of those out, do you? Good point. And I've I've started to be a lot more hard on this because it's it goes back to what we mentioned earlier. It's usually just fat people, quite right. frankly. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing, too, is on almost all of those motorized carts, they have a sign that says, for in-store use only, use only on, and we don't know this because we don't use them as able-bodied adults because they go like a mile and a half per hour. They are super slow. Um, and they say, you know, like uh, for motor, inside store use only, uh, only on a flat, clean surface. So if, if I see that, I'm going to start calling people out more and more, especially as it's pretty obvious they don't need them because it's the same principle. You leave that motorized cart out there and let's say somebody with a van with a ramp needs to get their act, you know, their kid or their mom, my mom, uh, my friend's best, my best friend's mom, when I was growing up, had a van with a ramp. She was in a, a wheelchair, so anything in the way sucks. You to get out and move it. Uh, so it, it's it's it doesn't fly again unless they're super super infirmed. I'm not gonna let. I'm not no exceptions. I love that. I like it. I absolutely love that. Um, now, are there any interactions that you've had that? I mean, I'm, I know there's some that weren't posted, but any that kind of got you know either over the top or like uh, kind of some more interesting reasons, I guess, of why, why they wouldn't have been post posted? It. No, nothing. It was funny. Uh, there's one, and I, I haven't, I should post it because it's, it's just interesting. It's where I come up upon a person 
and uh, the, uh, hey, you left your card out, and they say, oh yeah, the guy behind, the guy who's playing at the spot asked me to just leave it there for him. Like, oh, okay, fine, you know, and I apologize or whatever. Um, that happened too, and I think it was Rochester, New York, where oh, I did post that one. It was in, there was one in Rochester where the guy left it in the spot, and then he said, oh yeah, the lady next to me just pulling in and asked for it. And I posted that, and I apologized to him, and, and he was laughing, and it was great, you know, it was fun. Um, but as far as ones that just, that were either, I think I kind of get what you're saying. It's like, they're either weird or sad. Uh, and I think if, if it ever happened where somebody was like, yeah, man, uh, I just buried my mom and, uh, you know, and yeah, and, and I've got, and I've got uh, six months to live, but I just found out I have lung cancer. Then I probably wouldn't post that. Yeah. But like I said, it hasn't happened yet. I've done this hundreds and hundreds of times. So if that ever does happen, obviously I would apologize to that person and you know I, I wouldn't post that video but it hasn't happened because it's that's just that insanely rare of an occurrence okay um do you have like an overall guess of what your success rate is uh yeah i guess it depends on like success being that they take their cart back 25 percent. that's it you know and I, and I do post those where they laugh it off and he's like oh you're right you know um and a lot of times they're just quiet about it, which is not because you can tell they're just pissed. Like they like they 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 know they should, but they're mad that they got called out on it. Um, but yeah, a quarterish, roughly, you know. I'm I'm surprised it's that low. I I feel like a lot of people would be. I would expect them to be weaker. Just say, all right. <laughs> well, I think once the confrontation happens, like he said, it's it's more of an egotistical thing than right. That, that it turns into that. The, it's it's what it's what the cop did today. He said, "You're an asshole." And I said, but I asked you nicely to begin with, and you, you and your wife were laughing at me. You're an asshole. Like, yeah, it is, they're going to be right no matter what. There is a phrase in, uh, I think it's in like writing or whatever. Like, we're all the hero of our own stories. We all don't want to be exposed. You know, to use the extreme example that everyone hates, uh, Hitler thought that what he was doing was the right thing to do. You know, it, it's we're all in our own minds. Right. Everything we do is proper and right. And if anyone shakes that up, like me. Uh, that's when that, that cognitive dissonance comes in and it results in either name calling or violence or, you know, all other stuff. Right. What's the number one excuse that you hear? I know they're pretty, they're probably pretty common, but if you had to like pinpoint mm -hmm. one, is it that everyone else is doing it? Basically that used to be that initially that was it. But then I started, like I said, I just, I started cleaning up carts. So they, they don't have that these days. It's probably, I'm in a hurry. And then, but I always, I, but see, like, cause they think that I'm going to like, Oh, okay. But I always ask them, oh yeah, what, what are you in a hurry for? And then <laughs> and then and then I'll usually and then I will usually mock whatever their answer is, you know, like oh, I gotta pick up my son or my kids at home. Uh, what alone on a ventilator? Why did you what's the what's the problem? <laughs> is you see, uh I gotta I gotta get I got, I got one lady in Compton said, I gotta get home. My mom's I gotta get this food home to my mom. It's like, is she starving to death? What's going on? And they don't have an answer to that, of course, because they're just throwing stuff against the wall because they're used to people using those like like the cancer lady or the, the whatever you know the kid kids are huge kids and parents because they that's a badge people wear like i'm a mother i can do whatever i want or you know not not with the card no she can't <laughs> is there uh like an official motto i guess for the for the cartnarks uh <laughs> it's funny thinking about that that, that boy scout in las vegas because i was like oh i'm sorry you had to see that kid uh you know you always take your cards back he's like, yeah um and what's your motto and he didn't know it <laughs> so he said he said always be self-help to others <laughs> which is you know That's he was just like, like which i think the official boy scout motto is something about kindness or whatever who knows um 
that's not it. So I, I think I like to use that just because he said it and it's funny and silly. Uh, but yeah, just take back your cart. That's, that's, or that's not that the cart goes. It's that simple. You know? yeah. um, with, with the Boy Scout, uh, was this, because I know they're, they're in some heat right now, huge uh, class action lawsuit for uh, some, some diddling that was occurring, I guess. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that was, un- I think that was unrelated. And don't diddle kids. Don't do that. <laughs> parentheses. <laughs> I all accept that. Yeah. We got to definitely write a song about that. Um, <laughs> uh, pre and post COVID, uh, I guess biggest differences and like, kind of the challenges that came with it i know you said that you know you're you're six feet away already you can just put the mask on but um have you seen are people more i guess hesitant about interacting with you through yeah, all of this yeah. they, they, no. they, they don't care uh for that i mean i've had the biggest diff i, I it hasn't even come up really in um, i don't think almost any interaction i've had about germs or you're too close to me because i'm not uh that's that's hasn't been an issue the biggest difference I've seen is the amount of trash and I know people's masks and gloves in the carts because they're like, well, I don't want this. And people don't know how to use gloves or masks. Well, hardly at all. Like, cause but I, that's the weirdest thing about this past year or so is that I've realized people think that gloves are like some kind of like anti, there's some disinfected force field because if you're touching everything in that store and the cart and in the door handle, you know, any any medical student or nurse will tell you the second you put on a glove and you touch something that, you know, other than the thing you're working on, your patient, that glove is no longer good. That glove is infected. So you see it, the cashiers in the stores, they're handling money and bags and they got like, ugh, we have no, we, we need better science education in this country. Um, but I see that and it'll take the gloves off, toss it in the, in the basket, take the mask off, if they're disposable, toss it in the basket. Then they'll touch other bunch of other stuff. And then they'll sanitize their hands. It's just like we have no, sanit- you know, it's it's it's, it's unfortunate, and sad, but, uh, just like the fatness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, some might say a, a huge problem. If you ah uh, nice, uh, nice. Bad. Um, so I, I wanted to also ask you about. Um, so this was through the Woody Show, correct? Yeah, that's the uh, the guy Greg I was telling you about, and Cameron too. They both work on that show. Uh, we're in about I don't know, 30 cities, depending on from uh, LA to, to Philly and then all points in between. Okay. And that's, um, an iHeartMedia kind of product or. Yeah. We're out of iHeart LA. Uh, other stations can carry us, but yeah, iHeart is the, like we're in the building with, uh, we're, if you're familiar with big boy and he's in a bunch of stations, uh, Brian Seacrest, broad, he's broadcast from Malcast? New York, but his, his home station is our our uh, L.A. area. Um, you know, that's, uh, I would say the Breakfast Club is our, like the New York version of that, but the New York version of Big Boy, if you're to get some reference for folks. Um, so how does that affect your, uh, I guess, creativity and the production and uh, so Yeah, no, because uh, that's a good point because a lot of companies – especially once you start talking about guns being drawn, <laughs> may have said, hey, we're not going to do this anymore. Uh, they are super hands-off at iHeart. Uh, I am very pleased with, not just in respected partners, but in general, um, I, there has been nothing that I have done. I mean, I've 
I've been doing this for a while, so I've kind of have a good sense of what you can and can't get away with. But I could be doing stuff, you know, if I wanted to, which I don't, to the new, like getting naked, like Eric Andre doing stuff. And I have a feeling they'd be pretty cool about it. Um, just because I'm, I'm pretty smart, I think, pretty smart about it. But yeah, they're not, they're not, they're very hands off. And uh, that is, say, until a lawsuit shows up, then who knows? But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, so far, so good. So if you weren't under iHeart, would that answer be any different? You know, off, off the record, of course. Yeah, off the record, right? Uh, no, they, I would not be doing card narcs any differently if I didn't work. In fact, they are supportive of uh, producing like a show show, seeing if it wants to get picked up. I'm working with a guy in LA who he's the, he worked, he's a producer for Always Sunny and for uh, Mythic Quest. Um, he's just a fan of the concept. I'm working with him. And iHeart's cool with that. They're like, yeah, we, we want to see if you guys, you know, if you get some offers or whatever. So they're very supportive uh, because number one, it'd be free money for them. But number two, um, it's just cool for them to have, you know, different products, you know, out there. So I think, like I said, so far, uh, I they've never stopped me from doing anything. I've, well, number one, if they don't tell them what I'm going to do. But number two, even after the fact that they, they haven't stopped me from anything. So no effect on your social media presence or anything like that either? Oh, no, they love it because it's free advertising for, you know, the Woody show, which, you know, it's just it's all it's more exposure for all that stuff. I ha I have to say that would be really cool to just to reiterate. It would be really cool to see like a behind the scenes type sh production of like kind of almost what we're doing here, but a little bit a little bit more based on the actual altercations themselves. Um, because yeah, that's, that, that's well, the reason I, I was excited do, about like, this. Maybe I'll start live streaming some like recaps or breakdowns, you know, like. The NFL film style you're talking you got illustrator <laughs> but yeah it'd be cool to have I think I think the next level or one of the next levels will be interviews with people uh, after the fact because it, it was funny if you watch uh, like the behind the scenes and stuff that Eric Andre's doing about this new movie uh, almost everybody is willing to be in it for basically nothing like he's like yeah sometimes for the show like this guy who tried to beat me up, we had to like pay him 20 bucks to sign a release. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting to hear that because people are like, because what he does, and I'm sure what, you know, Borat and Jackass, I haven't seen what Jackass is doing for Jackass 4, but I'm sure it'll be exciting. A lot of their stuff is internal, just them beating each other up, but they, they still do public stunts. You know, Bad Grandpa was all public stunts. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of that stuff is they have a really nice, fun, cute, woman I was like oh my god that was so and they show some of it if you watch the credits of uh bad trip with from eric andre oh my god you were so funny that was so good oh there's like shovel you know their ego like oh that was so, oh my god that was so hilarious uh people sign whatever um Interesting. you know who's really guarded about that is is uh is sasha baron cohen because he, he got sued for some of that borat stuff by like those drunk guys in the rv or whatever uh and so and like the Rudy, Rudy Giuliani wanted to have him arrested for that whole thing right. in Borat too. Uh, but he's very guarded about what he does and how he has these people signed it. And I think it's pretty simple. All he does is have them sign a bunch of crap beforehand that says anything that happens in the next 24 hours, we're going to just videotape of you. No one reads it. And they're just like, oh, okay. Um, so I think that's why, I think that's how he gets away with all his stuff. Because um, he was sued, I think, by by a couple people, but he's never lost that I'm aware of. So before we move on uh, to a new topic, Jackass Four, I'm not excited for this at all. I feel like they're old, and uh, I mean, what are they going to do? Like, yeah, Bam Margera, Jarrett's an alcoholic and got kicked off set, and <laughs> yep. yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know how they, you know, what, what can they do to top anything they've done in the past, be it, you know, poo, poo volcanoes or yeah, know, getting like bored old. by bulls or, uh, you know, you just got to be more creative. It's, it's what, uh, you know, obviously people, Borat 2 wasn't this cultural phenomenon that Borat 1 was because you've seen it all before. Right. So you got to be more, uh, more creative, get new characters in there. That's what he kind of did with his, the daughter character. Um, you know, I mean, Eric Andre upped his game by having, you know, Tiffany Haddish and Lil Rel in there to kind of change it from the Eric Andre show. I don't know. We'll see. You know, it's up to them to, to, to show us something different, I guess. My expectations are just low. I mean, it, it, hi, uh, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Today, I won't take my Metamucil. Like, all right. Thanks. Thanks for that one. Yeah, I'm off my medication. Uh, so with the Woody show, was the DUIQ, was that through the show or was that something you did alone or? no i've been doing that for a number of years beforehand that's that's something it's and for folks who are familiar it's just a it's sort of a a mashup or a cross between uh like cash cab uh meets billy on the street meets if you remember the tonight show with jay leno he would he basically just talked to random people on the street and did a little quiz uh, then i just throw the drunkenness which if for folks who remember the old dave attell show insomniac that was just him late at night talking to drunks and stuff so it's it's a drunk it's a drunk trivia show i've been doing that for a long long time and we pitched that to some i met with uh some folks about that never really went anywhere so we may once the uh the coronavirus stuff peters out here in the next month or two we may start uh, pitching that again we'll see okay well, that's the same idea as those none of those people sign releases because they know that they are talking to me, who's identified myself as a guy on a radio show and slash podcast slash the internet, uh, talking into a mic. There's a camera right there. So like, there's no. We've had people come come to us and say, and we've taken videos down from them because they've asked nicely, because uh, they're sweet. They talk to me nicely. Um, like, oh, I don't want my job to see that, you know, because I'm, I'm big, you know, and we're fine with that. But we've never been sued over that or anything because yeah, again, it's it's implied consent. It you know you know what you're doing. And if you ever do a news interview, the news never asks you to sign a release because you know you're talking to a camera in public, right. you know. Do you have any any like good stories from that? Any of your favorite interactions? So, yeah, late nights, you know, it's midnight at 3 a.m. Uh, there's one video where the guy <laughs> just barks on camera. He's just, <laughs> it's just huge, just projectile, like literal, like, that's what I hate about movie barfs is you can always tell they'd like, you know, uh, Except for I think I think the one exception to that is Super Troopers. I think they took at the cat uh, in the in when Farve is barfing at the we went to like the policeman's ball and started pounded drinks. I think that's real authentic barf. Uh, so yeah, guys barfing all over the place. I, uh, some guy tried to fight me because he wasn't he didn't like that I was talking to his girlfriend. Uh, that's happened a couple times. Now you're you're like, like you're not a small dude, which. I'm going to be honest, was totally surprising to me when I watched this podcast. Yeah, because well, the Cardinox character, yeah, is like, uh, just like a, like a Boy Scout. He's like a Dudley Do-Right. You know, he's just, oh, hey, you know, shucks. And it's funny, all the comments, especially anytime Worldstar posts one of my videos, it's like, oh, this fucking nerd, I'd beat the shit, you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, and yeah, but people still, I don't even know if they want to fight as much as they just think if they do that I'm going to back down or whatever. Uh, but, I, you know, it, it's whatever it doesn't matter never never i've never actually had to take a punch because people are either drunk or stupid or slow or whatever you know um yeah and then as far as like fun duiqs yeah people just 
being idiots, falling all over themselves. Uh, no, oh, I'm trying to think if there's any gunshots. Not really, no. There was a, I ran upon a, there was a, there was a bar fight that had a gun that was shot. It wasn't during a video, but while I was out doing DUIQ stuff, this big group of guys f- fell out of a bar in Atlanta uh, and phew, suddenly you hear the shot go off. And I, the cop of mine down the street was a friend because from doing DUIQ stuff, he just loved watching me, these drunks be idiots. So I flagged him down and he chased the dude down and arrested him. But because uh, he took off after the, he, he didn't shoot anybody, he just shot the ground. Uh, so, you know, you know, you see anything you'd see in late night, but yeah, mostly it's a lot of people barfing, uh, any, all, all over Vegas, they barf all over West Hollywood. There's just, it's just people, girls holding other girls hair back. I should just do a video. Like one night, not even talk to people, just get a camera and just <laughs> barfing compilations. <laughs> it, to, to me, it's funny that the, um, the, the vest is like kind of just a prop, but I mean, we've talked about gunshots and, and people pulling guns multiple times during this this interview so it's, yeah no it's well luckily like i said it's, it's it's real bullet kevlar now but yeah it's 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 sort of a prop slash camera holder because i don't have to have a like a selfie stick it, it flips i use a little flap here and boom and then i can just you know a little side pocket for magnets and stuff so yeah it's, it's more functional but yeah it's only recently it's become actual yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully Pro- hopefully not life-saving some someday so is the <laughs> is the tactical helmet is that next to the edition or i thought about that uh would be to do uh, like the like the minions from uh, Despicable Me with like a flashing red hat, hat light. That's just, uh, I think it'd be hilarious because it just it lay because people people of all this stuff we talk about guns and fights and whatever. At the end of the day, I'm making a, a siren noise with my mouth, and <laughs> especially with a Cameron character talking. Ins- like, it's insanely stupid and ridiculous that I'm some little like cart cop or whatever. How people take this so seriously is right. insane. So anything to like l- ramp up the level of just stupidity, I think would be helpful because it'd be even dumber to like have a little helmet with a flashing light on it. Oh, I, I speak of, I haven't, I haven't gotten this. I forgot about it. I, I bought from uh, some China, like a full like tree costume. So I can like, you know, <laughs> like a ghillie, like a ghillie suit almost. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a ghillie suit, but it looks terrible. It's like, it's all fake looking and awful. So super uh, it's not like a Navy SEAL sort of thing, like a sniper thing. It's, it's stupid uh so that's, that'll be the next move up but it will i will need to either like do a i'll need to either shoot a video setup for that like hey how's it going i mean just so people will know how stupid and they hear the rustling and me you know <laughs> in a stupid tree suit but it'd be fun though it'd be like hide next to people's you know whatever they'll, they'll sit in. What but at that thing? point i feel like you have to have a second camera on yourself right right I mean, yeah well i thought of because they have you see it in like what are those mtv shows like i guess like challenge where they'll have a mount Right, and it's, like, and it's, it's pointing like, towards you, know, you. Yeah, fear factor. Fear factor. When they do their stunts, they had that, you know, that mount. So I might. That's not a bad idea, actually, because they they sell. I mean, 10, 15 years ago, it was hard to find. But these days, it's it's they backpacks that have like attachments on them or you know waist belts. That's actually. I might I might just do that. And I feel like it would make it so much better too, because it makes the person look even that much more ridiculous. Like the, when like you see that, yeah, yeah, you're fighting this guy over this, right, right, right. Especially that's, when that's a pretty decent idea. Especially when you get up I, to these extremes of whatever gun pulling, right. or them trying to get physical with you. <laughs> yeah, I, last week actually, I was looking because they have them for like mountain bikers, where it's like a backpack with like a little, oh, like a little telescoping arm out of it. So I could probably had that facing right. back at me somehow. See, this has been a pretty productive podcast. So you're, you're even getting <laughs> yeah, something yeah, out of, this. of good ideas. <laughs> this is nice. Um, so I did have a question too in. Uh, in all the videos, like I said earlier, you don't 
I, not that I remember. I haven't heard you curse. Um, is there a reason behind that? And do you have a favorite curse word that you uh, use outside of the videos? And uh, can we get a good one? You know, a good. That's, that's a good, good question. Yeah, but I, it kind of goes. And I didn't. I, this it's been like the evolution of this. I didn't even think about it about being nice, about being like a, a super nice guy character until I just realized, oh, it helps. Def it helps lower. Like I said, it doesn't give them anything. So not cussing is part of that. It's yeah, just to be super sweet, super nice, as you know, kill them with kindness, sort of thing. Um, so that so that that so that again, it's for them and for because we live all this stuff lives online. It helps with the comment there as well. Like it just diffuses all the excuses they're going to use. Uh, not that it matters, you know, they're, they're, you know, it's just, it's an interesting, it's just, it's, it's an interesting thought, thought or social experiment, I guess. For my personal cuss word, uh, the one I like the most, uh, it's, it's a good question. Oh. I like anything like bag is nice. You get a lot of dick bag or whatever. Because uh, it's like a collection of, and then Louis C.K. famously, R.I.P. Yeah. Bag of dicks joke. That, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 12, yeah, whatever, joke. 15 years ago. He also made jokes uh, about masturbation. That, <laughs> yeah. So much for oh, that. Oh, so I was watching Side Note. Yeah, bag anything like sack, sack of, you, you sack of fill in the blank, or you're a blank bag, whatever that happens to be. I like those. Um, it's funny. I was watching a an interview. It's a couple of years old now. I just happened to catch it on YouTube. Was I think it was Bill Burr was sitting down with Tom Segura and his wife Christina Pazinski. and the very funny joke from Tom Segura is, and Bill didn't get it at the time. I don't think is he was talking about the first time he met Bill in L.A. and and then so he told the, he told Tom Segura told the real story, and at the end of it he said, and then and. Because the story was Bill walks like really far to get to this comedy club. And so Tom's like, I'll drive you home. So on the way home, the joke that Tom made was, and then Bill asked if I could watch him masturbate, if I could allow me to watch him masturbate. And I said, yes. Uh, and by the way, that's how you get ahead in comedy. And so I, I, Christina got it, but she didn't say why she got it. But Bill Burr was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Even though I'm sure, I don't know how friendly he was with Louis C.K., but uh, he didn't get the, you know, the point. Oh, and speaking of which, now we're on this tangent. Uh, before the accusations came out, came out. They were, they were, they were known in the, in the comedy circles. Uh, and some girl had tweeted it. One of the women involved had tweeted about it at some point, and it was sort of known that it was. This was maybe four, three, four months before it came out, came out. And we were talking about it on the show. And this is in L.A. And so Woody, uh, Woody, Louis C.K.'s people called our manager. Speaking of things, I've actually got, now that I'm thinking about this, Louis C.K. didn't do that. He would never do that. You oh, guys wow. can't be saying that on the radio. And all we said is that there are rumors out there. We don't know. We sure hope they aren't true uh, because I'd heard this in a couple of places. She had done a podcast interview about it at that point. That I think she deleted because she wasn't like, she wasn't uh, very famous at the time. I guess I was worried about access. Uh, so, haha, you know, Louis C.K. <laughs> or more, more really his management, I guess, that, you know, that we were ultimately vindicated. But it just shows you that people like they will defend. I mean, and his manager probably didn't know that he did this, but still, they were on the horn. Um, so all this masturbation talk has me uh, curious. Uh, <laughs> did you ever do the Brie Olson podcast? 
Did that ever happen? Uh, no, I got it. Her, her guy emailed me, and then they had some, it was right before coronavirus. I haven't heard back from them, but she's a fan. Uh, she tweeted out something about what you know. Whatever we are it was. fans uh, of hers and yours. Let me just say that. Uh, right, <laughs> but but if if that's the next uh, video that comes out, we're not going to be fans of that. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's interesting. Uh, I'm also I'm. That's another thing about, being, also with, only about fans being in LA is I'm friendly with some of those folks, and uh, I think it'd be interesting for them to show up and like have be like a seductress or whatever with with guys, obviously, especially. <laughs> Are you uh, sure you don't want to take it's agent agent Riley Reed or whoever over here? Right, she uh, just takes to... one button down at a time. Like, <laughs> oh, that'd be great. That's a good idea too. So yeah, again, in the next couple of months, maybe I'll uh, have some of those folks. But yeah, no, they they emailed and then they had to cancel because all this other stuff. But maybe maybe one day. So how many other podcasts have you done? Like, is this a pretty common thing for you or? Yeah, it's, it's mostly, I need to get like a, <laughs> I don't mean to say this, it's going to sound terrible. I need like a publicist so I can get on real shows. No, kidding, <laughs> uh, That's the intro. No, That's going to be the I intro. Really the, and I do, you know, like once every other, uh, once, once every two weeks or whatever. Um, and I do them because working in broadcasting, I know that it's nice for you to get the guests you want and it sucks when you can't and uh, i've been there so i do them just because it's you know, you know not it's not, not saying to take pity on you guys but because i know that it's a nice that it, you know if you if you had the time to do something like that it's nice to do like, no we this, appreciate it by the way yeah not that i'm some major get or whatever but it's just again i i've came up through the ranks so i know that it's nice to you know nice to help those those kind of folks out uh whether they are established or, or still working on it Right. Well, uh, you know, maybe if we impress you enough, you can just put us in contact with Brie Olson. Uh... <laughs> Hershey, I don't know. A friend, because I, long, well, long, longer story, longer. I met her before 12 years ago when I was working in Atlanta. And she, the guy who I work, one of the guys who I worked with was a major porn like addict, quite frankly. Uh, I never worked with you. So, oh, yeah, so we ended up going, she was, she was in town because she was performing at a strip club all weekend or whatever, which is what, which is what porn stars do. They do porn and they tour the country on the weekends and make money at strip clubs. Like, I don't know how much they could make, they make, but it's probably pretty decent. Um, so we went back as we were, we, longer story, longer. I used to live at this strip club, but that's a different story. Uh, we were backstage at the strip club with Brie Olson and my guy I worked with. I forget why, but he was in a diaper and I had a video camera. We were going to shoot. Were you, guys shooting, were you guys shooting Jackass 4 maybe? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I forget. <laughs> so we're backstage in a strip club, me, Brie Olsen, guy in a diaper and like two or three other dudes who were like, you know, her manager and bodyguards or strip club, you know, bouncers or whatever. I'm videotaping. She's going nuts. This is, this is uh, before the whole Charlie Sheen thing, like right before that. Wait, can you uh, can you get in? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Charlie Sheen thing. Brie Olson was one of Charlie Sheen's girls. Mm. Oh, okay. During his whole his angels, during his whole cocaine tiger blood thing, uh, she was one of the ladies involved in that. Okay. So, uh, at some point, she starts working on his his diaper penis, and I'm like, and then I and then yeah. So that's the end of that. And then we walk out, we walk to walk out. Of the, I don't know what happened after that. Uh, Cause I wasn't watching and we walk out the front of the strip club with Brie and Brie Olsen goes to go strip. My friend's like, uh, Hey, can I have that tape? I'm like, you betcha. <laughs> there, there. And I, I want nothing to do with this. So fun so, Brie Olsen stories all around. Maybe I'll see if she, if I go on a podcast, I'll see if she remembers. 
Um, yeah, I think she might be like a born again Christian or something. I don't know. We'll find out. So she no longer does porn. I don't think so, but that's 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 what I've heard like second or third hand. So I, I you know, folks, research it for yourself. That must be tough having it so readily available, and now she's you know a whole new, totally different lifestyle. Yeah, no, but I've known more than one girl like or woman like that who was doing it and then just turned on a dime and doesn't want to talk about it ever again. So weird. Uh, yeah, and at a high level too, not like just did it whatever you know on Pornhub, like was in like with the, the big companies, you know, AVN Awards, all that stuff, and then just didn't want to do it anymore. How do you how do you meet all these porn stars? How is this? Like, <laughs> I mean, uh, well, that's one of the things I did, uh, and we'll be doing again for the show. Is we go to the AVN Awards every year, do those like red carpet interviews. Uh, it's just uh, obviously being it's uh, being in LA is just helpful. You're around that kind of stuff more. Uh, not not the porn is everywhere. Who cares? But yeah, it's just it's just part of the job, unfortunately. So that just comes with the carts. They're just yeah. Well, yeah, nothing to do with carton arts, but yeah. No pun intended. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's a, a good perk, I guess, uh, or not. I don't know. I, I, mean, I don't know your lifestyle, but you know, uh, Brie Olson. Now I don't know how old you are, but she's got to be kind of significantly older than you, right? You you at know. least look question. pretty young. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good question. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to do some research, I suppose. I'll ask her. How old are you? Can you just look <laughs> up how old Brie Olson is? No? Um, okay. Okay. Oh, he right. can't. He can't. Um, okay. I can find out. Hold on. I don't know. I'd probably guess early 40s. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? And feel free to not answer that. I'm 40. Are you that she old? She is. Oh, she's younger than me. I thought he was, I thought he was my age. 34. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm here thinking you're like 29. Yeah, no, it's uh, you know, part of not having a wife and kids. Uh, right, <laughs> keeps no you, stress. Keeps no you stress. young. Um, so here's here's another question, and feel free to, uh, you know, say no, shoot it down. Um, what about a, a ride along? Yeah, that's fine. That's uh, that's definitely that's kind of what we were talking with, like the celebrity stuff too. Is like having people hang out. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, but like for a huge, yeah. a huge nobody. Oh yeah, no, yeah, just hanging out. You know, people watch. That's one of the cool things is if you just want, people just want to hang out and watch. They, I'm not, I can't. First, oh, I can't kick them out. Number one, but number two, um, everyone who like drives up and says hi has always been super cool, and as it doesn't interfere in any real way. Uh, I'm sure at some point, that's what I'm kind of worried about with like some YouTuber or TikToker. They try to like make do some like weird zany thing or whatever. But yeah, every like person who's really a fan has always been super cool. Just hang out. They'll sit there and watch, or I'll see them. Like I'll see them in their cars or their phone up. Like, <laughs> but they like they don't try to like, get involved or anything. So it's yeah, it's always available. Okay, so hypothetically speaking, if I were in LA uh, the weekend of July second to July fifth, what are the chances I could, uh, you know, take part <laughs> in some some narking? I would say any other weekend beside that weekend would be fine because oh, that's so a holiday weekend. We'll be off, so I'll be hopefully I'll be in Canada then if the travel restrictions have lifted. Uh, it would be ideal because yeah, anytime we have like a week off, I try to take an extended trip somewhere. Like I just went through, uh, you know, Tennessee and St. Louis, went to like Hawaii and other places during Christmas. But yeah, during the warm weather, I really want to get to, that's another thing I don't do. I don't do it. You never see any carton arts in rain or snow, not because I care, but because that's another excuse I don't want people to have. So it'll be that week. I'll either be in probably either New York or Canada, I imagine, or, or maybe Boston. Let's see. Okay. Now, uh, you know, if you ever come uh, a little more upstate New York, feel free. Uh, Yikers Island, 
will <laughs> We'd sponsor. We'd love to have you. Uh, uh, yeah, I was in. Uh, I was around Lake Erie last last July. We're not. We're not, not that far. far upstate. Oh no, no, no. Oh, we're, okay. we're talking. <laughs> uh, you know, upstate of the city. Like an hour, an hour. Like an hour. About north. an hour. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, Suburbs, well, so to speak. Let me just. I'm just gonna keep this. Uh, this uh, ride along on my uh, bucket list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah. Okay, so um, I wanted to. I was. I was gonna open with this, but in case it was. Uh, you know, too much of it was something you didn't want to talk about. Um, I figured it'd be better to end with it. You're, do, do you mind giving us kind of like a more of like the, the personal, like your life leading up to um, like the Woody show and, and kind of like what pushed you into this career path and everything? Oh, yeah, that's easy. That's, yeah, no, I've, I've been doing this for a while, mostly in Atlanta and now in LA. Um, and it got into all that because my, senior year at college uh during that spring break the one of the local radio stations was this was at sort of the height or not the height but like they were looking for a jackass type person tom green you know or at whatever sort of person uh hey kids look up tom green <laughs> you gotta love tom green you remember him oh yeah oh his, yeah his bone was he, used on to do, he used to do this stuff back in the day uh and uh, and they, I, I didn't actually listen to that station, but my friends did. And so they said, you've got to do this. And it was a week-long contest, just so happened to be during spring break. And so I did it. Uh, and they said, hey, yeah, definitely come on. And basically, as an intern. And uh, so I did that. It was basically an intern for a while. And then you just kind of just working your way up as to producer, co-host, whatever. Uh, and then that's kind of where I am now. So that's that's the simple. It's it's pretty basic and straightforward just kind of got into something as a sort of a weird one-off and, and followed it through can i ask what you did for your your like audition oh yeah it was it was uh it was sort of a series of challenges um and uh yeah like just kind of trying to think of like the thing i did like the bit that i did was not good actually but there were other in-studio challenges about like just just like kind of stunts and things uh, more like Fear Factory sort of stuff. But the bit I did, that it was come up with your own bit and executed it. But it has to be like a real life out in the street sort of, you know, Eric Andre style bit. My idea was that I was a guy who knew nothing about sex and I had to go to like a Walgreens and get the, and really un- get the lady there or whoever to uncomfortably teach me how to, con- how to have sex with condoms and stuff. Actually, now that I say it out loud, it's a decent bit. It's good. Yeah, like, so I, I, I even I had a prop. I carved a cucumber to like kind of look like a penis. Uh, um, but I just hadn't. I was so bad at the execution of it. I couldn't like. I didn't like push it hard enough. I didn't like have her explain. You know, uh, and Eric Andre talks about this too in like behind the scenes stuff, like engaging with people, asking them questions, having them explain themselves. You know, not just kind of like. Uh, there's one thing to have the premise, another thing to like have it fully executed. Uh, so I was, that was pretty, pretty bad. Um, but then it kind of, but I got better at that as, as most people do is they re- repeat stuff. Um, other bits like, uh, what was, oh, I, I, it was weird. I, I was, it was, and this is sort of just odd stuff. There was a coupon for like buy one, get one free lingerie at Victoria's Secret. So I took one of the other guys with me. And I said, okay, here's the premise is we are going in there to buy lingerie on sale for you because you are my male prostitute. And I'm very upset with you. And so I'm going to beat the shit. So I'm like slapping him in Victoria's Secret. Uh, like, 
uh, like, and the reason, like, I can't afford this. I, I got to go to the buy one, get one sale because you're not making money as a good process. That's why we're here. <laughs> and that one actually, it actually worked really well. But That's like, that, again, good. you could do these things a bunch of times and the women engaged. And like, they, I think this is before, thank God, you don't really think these things through. They didn't call like the sex trafficker hotline. Like, we got a prostitute. <laughs> I, I, right. He was like some fat, it's like, he was called fat kid. He was like just a kind of doughy, like, oh, you know, so it was like even more ridiculous that he's my prostitute. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we, so we do stuff like that. Uh, just, just to kind of just picking around stuff. But I think the higher level th- stuff is that's kind of like, that's sort of an Eric, an Eric Andre idea. Like just cause chaos, be silly about it be, and do it and see how the public reacts. Right. Like, you know, his whole ranch thing is just, it's stupid. It's silly. He's just being, he's just, He's, he's basically just being a pest to people. It, but I like the thing I like about Cartnarks is it's like it's purposeful. It's like it's more of what they say in good writing is identifying a real problem and then putting a comedic spin on it or a solution on it. Uh, like the to the Jackass thing, I think it was Jackass 3 where they had just a, a, a guy's butt painted green and then a train, a little model train, and then he shot a poop volcano. That's that's funny. I lo- I mean I, I appreciate it, but it's, there's there's it isn't really you know it doesn't say anything about anything other than this this would be funny, which right. is fine too. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. So that's not something you're interested in doing. I'm I'm not against it, but I think it's it's so much. I think that's why Cartnarks really hits with people is it has integrity, right? Right. It's because it's 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 a comedic or silly solution to a common problem. You know. Um, you know, it's not just like think. I think about like think about like the SNL sketch. Uh, you know, more cowbell. That that sketch doesn't mean anything. It's just somebody heard that song and like, man, they really hit the car- cowbell hard. What if we just explored how they did that? And it's just Will Ferrell with his gut hanging out yeah, and Christopher right. Walken saying more cowbell. And it just it's just silly and stupid. It's not it doesn't really say anything about anything in the world. But it, it's it's still fun. It's still fun. It's still a great sketch. Right, one of the most memorable. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, like. There's other sketches where like they, I forget one recently. Oh, <laughs> it was the, the one The Rock did where it was like a bunch of super villains and like, I'm going to melt the earth. I'm going to blow up the ozone. I'm going to freeze it. I'm going to kill. All of the, and, and The Rock comes out. He's like, okay, I got this robot and it fucks kids. <laughs> They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh my God. Like, that's evil. So like, yeah, well, this, is that not what we're doing? Evil stuff here? You know, like, oh, God. But it was just, and it, is just making fun of the tropes in movies, but it like it found something and is just exploring it. So right, and um, fucking kids seems to be a pretty common theme uh, these days. Um, yeah, it's, and it's a problem that should be addressed too. So yeah, it does have some real world applications. Right, we did get the Cartnark uh, "Don't Diddle Kids" message. So um, yeah. you know we've covered those bases. That's nice. Covered a lot of bases. Um, do you have you have any? Uh, you want to rate us? You know, you got, <laughs> oh. you got some review. You want to <laughs> on a podcast, right? I uh, know you guys are good. You guys are solid. You got a nice set there. What's the what's the is that somebody's uh, ba- like great basement or something? What's going on there? Yeah, <laughs> you guessed it. Oof. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, like it looks like my friend's like a bar sort of basement. You want to give him? You want to give him a panorama view? I guess. Yeah, we got uh kind of like uh some more official studio lighting here. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, and then we're and just then we keep it on theme with the keep it on theme the with the, the island. Okay, got yeah. some uh, cool artwork from Lights. from friends. Uh, a customized tiki over there uh, that yeah. you can kind of see. Uh, palm trees, you know, just keeping it, keeping. Yeah, it, no, your uh, sound quality is good. Uh, I can tell you from a you know a broad you know, technical standpoint. I think you guys are doing all right. Doing all right. And then you have the round table. I assume you'll have 
And what's this thing over here? Is it like those dogs playing poker? There you go. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, we we very keep nice, yeah. we keep gifts from um, a lot of our guests like that come in uh, in studio. Give us like little gifts, and we have we've had a lot of like entrepreneurs on, so they leave business cards and stuff. We leave them out here for other guests there and whatnot. Go. So no, you guys again, you guys sound again. Biggest thing, lighting and sound, and you guys seem to have that fairly well covered. Yeah, I know the lighting's not the best from this angle because our main shot is over here for us. But then we're gonna be your your face will be from the from the uh, computer screen on the, on yeah, the actual podcast. The only thing I think, and I know podcasts have this weird, is with. And I see you see this when you watch, uh, you know, like I was talking about Tom Segura, Joe Rogan. Is they can only show like if they're talking about a, a video or watching a video, you guys have to be super conscious of what you can show and what you can't show. So like having a monitor or a screen is tough to deal with. But that's uh, that's your problem, not mine, I suppose. That's uh, the producer. What it will. <laughs> that's his job. But he's pretty good, so we should be all right. Very nice. Yes. So we well, have otherwise you're doing, doing, doing all right. So we've got right. some potential. You, uh, you have some faith in us, a little tiny bit at least. Yeah, a little bit for sure. Oh, nice. All right, cool. So once we blow up, can we count on you to come back on? Yeah, why not? Come push some uh, carts uh, up. I'll do anything. Uh, push some carts in New York. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely want to get back to New York. I've only been, I've been to Staten Island and I've been to Rochester, so I'll get. I want to spread some more over that area for sure. Well, we've got Poughkeepsie. Would be. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. You no, know, uh, kind of a dump. Yeah, and people, I'll tell you this, and you guys probably know better than I do. People always say, oh, try that in the Bronx or try that in Queens. I don't think you guys don't have big enough sh- grocery stores in the boroughs, really, outside of Long Island to, uh, and Staten Island, I would think. Yeah, not so to much. Really just, to have like, a full cart set up in the lot. Yeah, I mean, there's some there's some in the Bronx. I mean, you have like the Best Buys, things like that, not so much grocery stores. But I'm sure that there's still some sort of problem with that. Oh. Um, Home Depot's. <laughs> well, and- a secondary thing, I Speaking of New York, I would love to do, and a friend of mine just brought this up because she's from there and she just visited. She was talking about all the cat calling, uh, and there was the famous cat calling video from a number of years ago, 2016, 2012, maybe. Uh, the, the chick who had the backpack on just getting cat called, which you know, wasn't that bad, quite frankly. But uh, I would love a character that would like either step in as the cat calls are happening, and either like can talk to the guys and ask them what they mean or maybe it's a, like a, a like an mma style chick or like a pro wrestling chick who's huge uh or like just a guy who could like step out take off you know superman style take off his <laughs> captain save shows up and uh, <laughs> save <Save-a-ho. laughs> yeah or i if you had a guy who could like do drag well enough to fool the guys i don't think i'm built for that but i'm sure i could find somebody but yeah it's a this is carton arc spinoff he's a cat cat call narcs that, that would be good uh you know if someone says something like, oh nice ass but he's got his balls tucked so he just lifts his dress up and it's like here's my <laughs> oh, yeah, ass baby how you like that yeah <laughs> that'd be well, I, i'm surprised that's something like eric andre hadn't tried he's, he has a lot of new york stuff prosthetically i'm sure that would be possible for you know oh you see you wanna... it all the time in movies where they have the fake whatever stuck to you know bad grandpa a bunch of that stuff where he is thing you know right so you could even get like a nice attractive woman and throw a good set of balls on her Exactly. <laughs> so look at us. Write that down. We are making progress here. Woman with balls. <laughs> That's it. Um, all right. You guys got anything else? I think you covered our bases pretty pretty good. All right. Well, man. Thank you again. Appreciate um, it. No problem. Anytime. Yeah, thank you for your service. Yes. Thank you for your yeah. service. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, and then if I ever make it out to California on a weekend that's not, uh, you know, a holiday, uh, you'll be here right, well, for I, me. Or weekday. Weekdays are always better. 
but yeah. Weekday is better. Ah, super. So Friday, Monday, holiday. Also, when are you coming to California in July for it? Like, come here when it's cold there. Bachelor party. Oh, that'll, that'll do it. Yeah. Why wouldn't you go to Vegas then? Um, it was a little too sleazy for uh. For the, the oh, for the for the wife to be maybe. Oh, no, she didn't care. He he was the one. He was like, "That's not my style." Oh. I wish we. Well, I had a friend this. of mine come out for to L.A. for a bachelor party. We all uh, uh, I don't know if it'd be happening July fourth, but we all we took him and like the whole party to go to taping of the Price is Right. It's super fun. Uh, you know, so there's stuff to do out here. You have any recommendations? Because we are. And it's a holiday weekend. It's going to be weird. I would say I yeah, do like go to a taping, Jimmy Kimmel, or Price is Right, or. Whatever happens to be taping, which will be nothing that weekend, uh, FYI. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, um, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe you get lucky, look ahead, find something. Uh, there's no good strip clubs in LA. And uh, you got to go to In N Out, right? <laughs> yeah, you guys don't have In N Out. So, but see, the thing is, In N Out is kind of making its way east. It's as far as like central Texas now. Uh, try In N Out, that's fine. Yeah, Hollywood Boulevard sucks. Uh, it's really dirty uh, and full of just homeless poop. Um, uh, I don't know. Try <laughs> you had a luck. <laughs> no, I say you can see a taping or something. That'd be fun. And, you know, take a flight from LA to Vegas is basically what he's saying. That's yep. your best bet. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave Chappelle's doing a show at the MGM in Vegas. I think it's July third, maybe. It's like the Friday of that weekend. Of course, should have gone wow. Vegas. Really. Yeah, uh, I guess I dropped the ball on that one. But you drive there in like four hours from LA. It's easy. In my defense, I made an entire PowerPoint presentation on different cities we could go to. I, I mean, I wow. did the whole nine. And he said, "L.A. sounds fun. We got a, a buddy." No, L.A. is fine. It is. It's okay. You, I mean, go to the go. Uh, go to the comedy store. That's a good one. It's yeah, it's where Richard Pryor threw Dave again to talk to Jay Chappelle. They are all there all the time. I was famous people dropping in. They're open until you know two a.m. You can always see who you know top name people there. That's a good idea. Uh, that's about it. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, there's like a hiking and stuff. It's kind of boring. Oh, see, uh, he's he's into that. That's why he wanted California over. Well, if you Vegas. want to go hiking, it's, you, there was no no shortage. I want to go wasted. That's what I want to do, but it's not for me. So that's yeah. I guess that's the problem. Unfortunate. Oh well. well as long as you know, I'm close to Skid Row, as long as I don't you know die. Uh, yeah, no, it's not hard. It, you have to try to get to Skid Row because that's downtown. Down, nothing happens downtown. So uh, we are in. Downtown. The good news is Skid Row has expanded to basically take over the whole city. So awesome. <laughs> that's the good news. Yeah, that's the good news. Yeah, we're right outside of Staples Center. So. Kind of oh well, yeah, you're that. close to that. You. You are. Yeah, you, well, you go to well, the Dodger game if they're in town. Yeah, Lakers won't be played. NBA season will be over by then. No NHL season. Uh, See, yeah, I was well. I was really reliant on a Cartnark filming, but uh, <laughs> that was the yeah, whole basis. I'll, I'll be, of this any, trip. any vacation dates, I won't be in, in city, unfortunately, okay. more than likely. Well, I'll keep that in mind for the next bachelor party I have to plan. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, man. All right, man. Yeah, thank you. Again. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thank you. Take care.